Oprah says that you teach people how to treat you. And this is what you've taught us because you're always late and you take no responsibility for your actions. Irregardless! You know what? Race card. Don't, don't accept it. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. How are you guys? A week apart, a lot of things have been going on, so (laughs) let me get you up to speed. But before we do that, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening one of three ways. Through my website, markscalia.com. Check out more of that site. I'm constantly updating the schedule, and I want you to come see my shows and all that. The second way you can listen is if you're listening to that speaker box on my website, you can click it, and then you can be zipped over to our broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can be part of our live chat tonight. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live, because that's how we broadcast on Wednesdays, live at nine o'clock eastern standard time if you cannot listen live because you're busy you can always listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show available through itunes and google play so as i start every single show the same way because i like consistency we're going to start with a happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. We're it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And because I've only had a week apart from you, not that much has been happening, but so much has been happening. So I'm going to get into it. First of all, I had some Comcast issues. Now, as you all know, the Olympics have had their run and Comcast owns NBC, which means they own the Olympics. (laughs) They get a lot of fucking dough. So speaking of, they get a lot of dough from me and my bill was over $230. We have internet, phone, and cable. We have essentially uh, four TVs, three TVs in the house. We have high-speed internet, and we have two phone lines. You wouldn't think it would be over $230. But yeah, it fucking was. So I'd called him up. I'm like, I'm not happy about all this. So I was on the phone with the woman for about two hours, literally. And she was like, oh, it's, uh, it's fine. We can fix it for you. So because I was on the phone with her that long, she goes, okay, let's reduce your channels. You're not going to need this channel? No, okay, let's take that away. And it won't affect your internet. Your internet speed won't change. Your phone lines won't be affected. And I'm like, okay. So four or five days go by, I call the house. Trying to talk to my wife, who's not home. I don't realize that. The voicemail doesn't kick on. And I'm like, 
what? They told me nothing would be different. But of course it was. Both phone lines, the voicemail's gone. Then I checked the internet speed. The internet speed is a fucking dial-up mother... Fucking dial. I'm like, wee, wee. I couldn't believe how freaking slow it was. And nothing was working. And then, of course, I, I mean, I, I like cable channels. I have a lot of cable channels. I don't watch a lot of cable channels. But the ones I watch, I watch. And I have a guilty pleasure. My wife has got a couple ones, too. She watches the Kardashians, which I fucking can't stand. But that's what she does. She watches the Kardashians. And I'm like, okay, that's fine if you want to do that. I just don't want to be a part of it. Keep it away from me. So when we switched channels, she, of course, kept E, which is, you know, where the Kardashians are. So then Saturday morning, Sunday morning, I get up and I get a guilty pleasure. I like watching the show Cheaters. I fucking love the show. I've always loved the show. I loved it when it was on regular TV and it would, it, I would always be done at a club and I'd come home at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock and fucking Cheaters would be on. And I absolutely loved watching the show. And it's on VH1. On Saturday and Sunday mornings, most of the time. And I turned on fucking no channel. So now I'm all bummed out. So I got no cheaters. <laughs> so now, it, uh, so I called, uh, we had a manager call us up. Like, look, we, we heard that you weren't very, very, very happy. No, we weren't happy. And we switched everything. But if it doesn't work out, I'll call you back. Well, I called him back. And he brought us all the way back to what we had and discounted it like $40, which is not a lot. I, I mean, it's enough. I mean, it's like 25% of the bill, you know, not, well, not really. It's like 20%. So yeah. Cause 40 times five. Yeah. It's 200. It's yeah. It's like 15%, 10%, something like that. They gave me a 10% discount, but I was like, yeah, so it's been working out. Okay. The internet's still a little slow, a little slow, but I think I got to reset the modem and I'm not doing that while I'm doing the show. That's just fucking dumb, dum dumb, dumb, dumb. So we're back with that and the phone's working. And then, of course, it's been warm as fuck because last week I got my snowblower fixed. Cost almost 300 bucks. And now we're not going to get fucking snow. Of course. Of course we're not going to get snow. We're not going to get snow at all. But we are supposed to get, watch out, a nor'easter is coming this weekend. And it's going to drop three inches of rain and an inch and a half of snow. It's fucking, relax, people. Just fucking relax. It's New England. We get enough to complain about. And it's complaining about everything. They're changing the name, name of Yucky Way. It's 2018. I understand some people want to take down statues because it celebrates maybe something you don't want. And I get that. But the street has been the fucking street for a long fucking time. And this is 50, 60 years ago. I mean... It's not like we don't have black players on the team or El Salvadorians or Guatemala. We've got every fucking race playing. Everybody plays everything. Nobody even sees race in, in, in games anymore, which is great. Nobody sees race in, well, race in basketball. Yeah, it's where the white guys. <laughs> so, But no, they're not white. They're Russian or Czechoslovakian or... Whatever, but it's like I don't. They don't even know. I don't even know what they're gonna name it. They're gonna change it. Um, somebody just pinged me. Looking forward to working with you this weekend. Any chance you're open on the 28th? I have a gig in Marblehead. Currently, I'm supposed to be doing a fundraiser, but I'm in Manchester that night, 
So the thing would be, if he says, you know, I'm available, hold on, let me just ask him. Uh, I'm, and usually I would talk type all this. There we go. Yeah, so I'm just trying to respond to that. I'm in, I'm in Muncher. I typed in I'm in Muncher. <laughs> uh, let's try that again. I'm in Man Manchester. It's so weird. It's so weird typing. I'm like I've I'm having a bad typing day, and that's part of it. Like I got a cancellation for today for uh, next weekend on Saturday night, and I'm like, why do? You, how come I get a cancellation and then I get like a double booking? It's just. But I was busy last weekend. I was one of the judges for the uh, Oscars pinata. Or I don't know if it's Oscars Pinatas or Oscar Pinatas or Oscar Pinata. I don't know what it is, but there was a comedy contest. There were t- over twenty comics, everybody doing three minutes. It was like speed round. It was actually very interesting because there was a lot of really funny comics performing, so which was interesting, and I I, I totally liked doing that. And uh, I got tacos as a result. <laughs> I had to judge comics and eat tacos, which was good. So oh, he's responded to me now, so I'll get back to that. I've set up my tech and my tech is working great, but unfortunately my wife's tech is completely horrible. She's having so many problems with her computer. She has a, a Asus laptop and the touch screen isn't working. And I noticed that on her and she would never notice it. I'm like, how do you not notice it? It's one of the features of a laptop. And she, um, it just wasn't working. And I was like, okay. So then the only reason she knew it is because her mouse wasn't working. So, I did a little troubleshooting, found out there's a couple things aren't really, there's a driver that's misfiring or something. So, and her computer is running like complete dog shit. It's like super slow. So I said to her, you're going to have to wipe it out, you know, wipe a hard drive, bring it back to factory specs, then update it and then, and then put everything in. So, and that's it. And she goes, can you do that for me? And I'm like, you realize that's going to take like six hours to do all this. And she goes, <laughs> this was her response. Well, you know, sometimes in the winter you get a little depressed and you say you need projects. <laughs> I'm like, that's something my mother would tell me. If you're bored, go clean your room. <laughs> God, you fucking love her. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I got plenty of things to do. I'm playing my Xbox like a fiend. I absolutely love Xbox. I, mean, I get, I've been playing Hitman like a son of a bitch, trying to get all those achievements because I'm goal orientated <laughs> or oriented. I don't know if it's orientated or oriented or 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 I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I've been playing with that and a bunch of new. Uh, I got a bunch of friends from uh, Facebook who have joined, and they're like, "Hey, where are you on on thing?" And blah 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 blah. So. What's this? Uh, wish I had an Xbox. I see you still have a Nintendo, an original Nintendo. My brother got one of those because he's got all the games. Uh, but the Nintendo was kind of fried out. I um I got him a uh I think it was a vintage Nintendo game. He went back and he returned it and he got one of those. I don't know if you know them, but it's a multi-gamed console. It plays uh, NES, Super NES. It plays Atari. It like it plays every single cartridge and it's got a, like a different it's like a, just a box with all these different little holes where you can plug the cartridges in that work. It's he fucking loves it. 
But it's got the original Nintendo controller, which is like the coolest thing. So the, so things are going okay. Things are going, what is it? Yes, I have one of those multi-game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking in television. Holy shit, I loved in television. If you had in television, you had a little bit of money. That was like the thing. Like everybody had an Atari. But if you had in television, like ColecoVision was kind of like a one-off. But in television was a little different. But we're having good days. We're playing games. But unfortunately, the White House is not doing that well. Oh, which here's what I'm going to do. I am starting a new segment and I, uh, where's the promo? I am starting a new segment. It is the White House Washington update. (laughs) Things have been going on (laughs) at the White House. We got more, more resignations. Apparently, this woman, Hope Hicks, she was in charge of something. And she was being questioned about the Russian involvement. <laughs> in which, there's no collusion. <laughs> there's no collusion. But she was up in the hill and they were like remarking how she, she didn't answer any questions. But she's like, I think I'm done here. I think I'm, I think I'm done. I think I'm done here, she said. So, there we go. <laughs> I'm glad you liked the, the new Washington update theme music. So, and there's, it's like four minutes, so I got there's a lot, because there's more happening. There's more happening in Washington. Ben Carson, remember Professor Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson? He was running for president. He couldn't keep his eyes open. He always looked like he was falling asleep. Well, he got a job at the White House. He got a job in this administration. And apparently he was, he's supposed to be like this fiscal conservative guy. And I think he went over budget by spending furniture. He bought a 30, something like a $30,000 table for his office that he's going to use for his personal use. Not even his office. He's going to use it. And his aide was like, oh, she was a whistleblower. And she goes, look, the limit's $5,000, which I think, I still think that's a lot of fucking money. For you to renovate your fucking office. It's a fucking cubicle. What the fuck is going on? But every... Here's the thing. I know it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. But it is a big deal. But it's both. And it's just one of these things that... Does anybody not remember Deval Patrick, the governor of Massachusetts, that spent, get this, $100,000 on redoing his office when he had less than a year left at the fucking office? And everybody was bitching about that. I was bitching about that. And they go, no, it's not a big deal. Of course it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's all a big deal because these fucking crooks, man. They're crooks. And I I would like to say that I would be different. I don't know. I mean, I would take advantage of a system that would let me take advantage of it. I mean, play your, play your advantage. Why wouldn't you? Of course you would. But what the fuck, guys? I mean, this is just like... This, just whip your dick out and start pissing on the camera on CNN. And everybody's like, it's not a big deal. He had a small little penis. It didn't matter. Unlike me. Look at these hands. You know, <laughs> what the fuck? What are we doing to the world? Oh. But that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. There's no fucking thing. Anyway, 
That's a Washington update. You're all fired. (laughs) You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. The Arabic weather report is brought to you by V8. Make sure you pick up enough V8 for Ramadan. You don't want to say, oh, I could have jihad a V8. I hope you are enjoying this Arab spring. Temperatures will remain cool tonight and there will be no ISIS on the road (laughs) because it's too warm. But really be careful. It's pretty dangerous out there. Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday where we all wish we are back in Palestine. This has been the Arabic weather report. Hey, what's up? This is Joanne Britton. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Online, you know, online, the internet, that thing you guys use every day. Listen to it. I'm not funny on the spot. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I didn't tip this before the break, but joining me via the phone is a very funny comedian, Mr. J.R. Adams, everyone. How are hey, you, Jr.? There you go. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Hey, good. hey, hey. <laughs> and you were, uh, you were, you're still in the train? Are you moving? I, I, uh, yeah, I'm still on the train. I'm actually uh, about to pull into my stop now. I'm like three and a half minutes away from pulling <laughs> into my stop. So <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my yeah. There was enough of uh, my update to keep me busy. I was like, oh, I'm a little slower than I want, but uh, maybe he's ready. Maybe he's not. So it's completely fine. So for those of you listening, let me put all his chat information in to. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the best about live fucking radio. This is J.R. Adams. Now it's J-J-A-Y-R-A-R-E Adams, A-D-A-M-S. And you can free stock him on Twitter. He's at J.R. Adams, spelled the same way. Facebook at J.R.Adams. His website, though don't go there, he's still building it, <laughs> J.R.Adams.com. <laughs> and, of course, follow him on Instagram at J.R. Adams, which is fine. It's great because you all you have exactly all the same information. Across the board, which yeah. is fucking great. Yeah, it makes it easy. It makes it easy. <laughs> so, you were, where are you traveling from? Where are you traveling to? Maybe that's a good segue. So, I um, I had a, a class in, in Boston, um, and I'm actually visiting a friend in New Jersey. So, uh, instead of taking my car um, and sitting in traffic, I decided to take a train, and that way I can like work on the way and, you know... Take uh, you know, take some time to myself to read and yeah, and do all that stuff like that. So, oh, it's yeah. it's far better. It's I mean, I I love my car though, but taking the train down to the city and then even because fucking New Jersey, you got to keep going, <laughs> just keep going. Right, exactly, exactly. Now, Jr., you're not originally from this area, are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm from a better better land. <laughs> 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 I'm from. Uh, I'm uh, born and raised in L.A., California. So, I, yeah. You know, some I knew that because we worked together, but I also looked at the phone line. The phone line says California. Now, where, yep. where in California were you? Are you originally from? L.A. L.A. Oh, just okay. Right, L.A. proper or? 
Yeah, so it's like slossing and over here, like you know, like when they when they made the the movie Boys in the Hood, like right down the street. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hold on a second. You just said a better place. You just, you just. I've seen Boys in the Hood. That didn't look too safe. And no, I, no, it wasn't. And when wasn't. we and I grew up here, so I mean, you know, the East Coast and the West Coast look pretty similar at the same time. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So some parts, you know, depending on what you're looking at. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good so, times. So Good we times. had we hadn't actually worked together. I never. I think I met you once or twice or bumped into you. But we did a show uh, in was it Win Winchester? It was in Winchester. Uh, I don't remember. I, I remember just going. I just remember the weird room. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it wasn't weird. It was a weird room. I think it was the Knights. It was either the Sons of Italy or Knights. It was an Italian club. Remember that. It was the yeah. Sons of Italy, Knights of Columbus in Winchester, and uh, it, it was it was great. It, it was just it was really fun. You got a great act, man, and not just that, but let me let me tell you what else that Jr. is actually working on. People don't know may not know this, but when Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart comedian Kevin Hart came to Boston. He does a show called Heart of the City, and he yeah. he hit Boston. You were one of the comics that he was hanging out with, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. It was a that was an amazing experience. It was um it was kind of surreal at the same time <laughs> um, because uh, like I got there early. They they wanted to be there at a certain time. I got there early, and um, like I got there before the other comedians and. Like all the, uh, they gave me my name badge or my badge and it said, you know, help, uh, talent or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. So they showed me the trailer and I'm, I'm taking videos and pictures. Like it's my, my only trailer yeah. <laughs> by myself and, um, and everything was good. And they say, Hey, you know, do you need anything? You want some chips and, you know, just, just catering to our every needs and stuff. And then, uh, we we did our set and everything was you know great and everybody's you know shouting and, and clapping for us and all of a sudden the taping was over and they're like all right get out did the like, <laughs> and we were and we were like back to nobody's kid like, it, was, it was horrible it was so horrible I'm like all right um I'm like where's you know are we having like a party at the party like is yeah that, you no guys see, party, but what it is it, what it is it's yeah. Kevin Hart and he's got to go and he's got to get out and that's the whole thing once you get in get out and you get I got I got I got a lot of things to do so I gotta go it's Kevin Hart go <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so wow yeah it's pretty it's pretty um anticlimactic <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> to say the least well you know it's but don't tell anybody <laughs> because <laughs> you don't tell no, anybody that part. I mean, <laughs> Dude, well, the, no, the thing is, that's that's the just the filming part of it. I'm not talking about the whole event or the whole experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about just the 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 filming of the show part of it um, <laughs> was kind of like I thought it was going to be like a big huge thing, but um, but after like you know it's it's a real TV show, so like after they actually film and they're done filming, they need to wrap up because they're shooting a uh, TV show in a restaurant. So they got they got to turn yeah, the restaurant turn it back over. into a restaurant. So, you know, they they're, you know, eager to get working and I'm like, "All right, I just got off the stage, let's party." And they're like, "No, get out." <laughs> like, <so. laughs> 
But so uh, we 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 all went to the uh, the other spot, and the other spot is already uh, filled with people who weren't at the 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 taping, uh, so they have no idea who I am. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking around with my badge that says Kevin Hart Talent, and they're looking at me like, "Who the hell are you? <laughs> and who did you steal that badge from?" That's funny. <laughs> Holy know? shit, that's funny. <laughs> oh man. So no, and a lot of people don't understand that sometimes it's it's kind of glamorous, or it seems a little celebrity-ish, and then sometimes yeah. it's fucking not. It's just, it's yeah. just absolutely yeah. not. But not just not yeah. just the Kevin Hart thing, but you're busy as well. Um, you uh, now uh, let me get this right: the Attleboro Community Theater is presenting American Strippers this weekend, correct? From March, yes. and you get three shows. Is it March second, third, and fourth? Yep, it's uh this is the last weekend. Um, we we did the previous two weekends, and out of the six shows, five of them have been uh, sold out. Congratulations! Um, very good. Thank you. So it's it's a very very cool show. Um, so the, the, what makes this special because um, it's a risque type of show, and it's the first time that this. Um, this theater has done it because usually at, at community theaters, yeah, uh, they, they they try to be tame. And, yeah, they tell the and line, cater to the right, exactly. Yeah, uh, but this one like completely goes past it. <laughs> completely goes and, past and it. And the so name, it's, it's beautiful. And the name of the show is called American Strippers. And I looked, it's, and you can see it on Facebook. Um, like, do I have the? I, yeah, I'll put the link in. Um, and uh, it's it's see if I can paraphrase, and I'll, I'll kind of butcher it a little bit, but then you straighten me out. It's about um, gods and goddesses and American folk heroes, and how it, it like somebody goes down to earth for a bachelorette party. Is that am I getting this right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Um, Aph- Aphrodite is getting married to Apollo, and um, uh, all the other goddesses um, decide to throw Aphrodite a bachelorette party, and they go to. Um, America, Texas, and they uh, and they go to a strip club, and in the strip club are um, a bunch of old uh, folklore legends, and um, and yeah, and and the story begins. That's that's funny. Now this is an original work, right? It's yes, it's it's original. It's an original um, piece by uh, Kevin Broccoli. Uh, he wrote it uh, in 2016. Uh, it's only been performed by him as a director and uh, our community theater. So it's um it's yeah it, it's very it's new and it's 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 good. Yeah, very and good. For those of you who don't know, um, and again with community theaters, maybe any experience you've had in a community theater, even just talking to people, they do tend to be a little bit more conservative. They try to go with shows that make money, things that people know. And a lot of times they'll do a little experiment stuff. They'll, they'll take on, you know, somebody, uh, a, a play that nobody knows about or a director nobody's ever heard of, and they'll produce a show, but very few and far in between. Like if they're doing eight or nine or ten shows a year, maybe one will be a little off the books, you know, as far as right. notoriety goes. But this is actually, it sounds really cool. I wish I could go. <laughs> it actually sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very it's very cool. And the thing is, what you were uh, mentioning was uh, very correct. Um, 
but if they do go off the beaten path, it's usually by a well-known yes. um, playwright, <laughs> yeah, and that has a little more clout. But um, this one is a, is a guy from um, from Rhode Island. He has his own um, theater in Rhode Island called uh, Epic Theater Company, and um, so he's known in Rhode Island to be risque. So the fact that um, the Attleboro was was all up for it. It's, it's pretty um, it's pretty remarkable in itself. Fun. It, so if you get a chance to see it, go down to uh, the Attleboro Community Theater and check it out. And it's only yep. three shows. What are we doing? Uh, we doing a matinee on Sunday? Yep, it's a uh, Friday and Saturday night at um, eight o'clock and Sunday at two. Very cool. And I did see. I didn't know you were an actor as well. I didn't know you do that. Do you do much acting, or have you done a lot of acting? Um, I started last year in, in the spring um, is when I really got into it, and I've done five plays since. Nice. So I've um, I've been pretty active in the uh, acting world. Uh, so yeah, that's um, so the, yeah, that that's cool. Uh, and I act, I'm actually going to uh, put acting on hold for a little bit. Uh, besides. Uh, the projects that I've already been committed to, because I, I got to work on my my comedy for a little bit, um, but um, I'm I'm not done acting. I just you know just right. got to put it on hold for a little bit. No, and I understand because when I started acting, it screwed up my comedy a little bit too. So yeah, and I had yeah. to take some time. So no, it's very good. Yeah, and I, and uh, I mean because when you no uh, go ahead go no ahead. no no I'm sorry again I was gonna say something about something that somebody did something online don't <laughs> don't worry about it. Talk, let's let's talk yeah. about you. <laughs> okay, and let's talk. <laughs> no, um. So what I was just gonna say was like, because um, this has um, it was three weekends. So the reason why I'm like putting it on hold is because you know, out of three weekends, I'm missing at the very least six comedy shows that I could be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get so, you. So like that's yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I can't. That's why I I mean I was doing a lot of plays when I first started too, and then you know you're doing <laughs> you're doing um you do you're doing shows and you're there's no there's no money involved and it's huge amounts of rehearsal time and it's just right it, it's a huge time consumer. Right, oh, right, exactly. Oh, my wife just chimed out. See, this one I was going to say. My wife just came out. She goes, hi, my dinner ran late. Glad to make it. Here's the show. Then she said, Mark is a really good actor. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, wife. Yes, thanks, wife. <laughs> She's actually taking I don't think it. Does it, does it count if it comes from your wife? Uh, yeah, it it kind of does. <laughs> is, you got to take it with a grain of salt, though. you no matter what? No, no. <laughs> You're not married, are you, JR? <laughs> not anymore. Maybe no. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's take our second break. Hold on through. <laughs> that was funny. Hold on through the break, because uh, here's what we want to do. We're gonna take a real quick break, uh, and uh, oh, I, you know, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'll just take a super quick break. Let me regroup because when I come back, uh, we just got like four or five more people popping online. We're gonna play a quick little game with you because you're on the train. You can't go anywhere. We're gonna play a game with oh, you. Well, I'm I'm off of the train now. Oh, you but, just yeah. missed your. Oh, okay, so you know something. You get settled walking, and I'll get settled resetting the break. And we come back, we're going to play a quick game with J.R. Adams. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back.
Hey, what's up? This is Corey Manning, comedian by night, superhero by day. Right now, I'm on the radio uh, or a phone or internet. Mark is on the radio with me on Radio Irregardless. Now, if you Google Irregardless, it's not going to come up, but the podcast actually exists. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the phone line is J.R. Adams. And he went from train to car now <laughs> during the break through the magic of, <laughs> through the magic of commercial breakery. We we got him in a, uh, a car. Now you're in your car and you're going to visit your I friend? I'm in a car. And you're going to visit yes. your friend. Oh, that's very nice. So And then you gotta, you got to go stay down with your friend. Then you come all the way back. You got shows this weekend, man. You got a lot of busy man. Yeah, yeah. Busy guy. You should fly. If Kevin Hart money didn't help you out. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart money. What's that mean? Kevin- <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'll tell you what. I got my own I got my own plane. I got that now. And I got my three kids. I don't care. It's Kevin Hart. And I got Kevin Hart money. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> Kevin, I fucking love him. I love him. He's so fucking he's like a ball of energy. He just never gets fucking yeah, yeah. tired or something like that. Was he like that when you were talking to him? Was he? Was he? Was he like not at all? No, <laughs> he was just yeah. quiet, quiet. So, so I learned. I learned a lot from from meeting him. Like you know, in the split second that I met him. So, all right. So this is going to sound worse than what I actually mean it to say. Like what he <laughs> when he's on when he's on character. Like when he's on camera, he's kind of like a character like he's he's being extra on yeah. purpose because that's that's what he wants to portray but when he's not on camera or when he's not supposed to be like in your face he's just you know just a regular dude you know as and, we uh, all are <laughs> right and and i appreciate that because um i mean like people like uh robin williams he he was always on like yeah. and he was always trying to make everybody happy and always trying to be the jokester and always like that and that that's what drove him crazy yeah you know see how so, that like out. he exactly so like seeing kevin hart and seeing how busy he is he still has an off switch yeah. let just let me know that you know me having my off switch isn't so um uncommon <laughs> right. you know what i mean see my yeah. off my off switch is in the negative position when i when i shut down <laughs> speaking it's of my wife she's like, no. like, like when i'm up i'm up like i'm a like i think i'm a fun guy i'm like my stand-up isn't that much different from my personality and just like anything else right. like i'm not happy all the time i'm you know right and sometimes you're miserable yeah. and things piss you off and you get depressed or you get angry you get sad it's just you know it's normal you know, yeah. like with, with me, like when I'm in a group setting, I can definitely be, you know, turn it on and be the, the goofster yeah. or the goofy person. But if I don't want to, um, I'm very comfortable in not yeah. <laughs> being that person. You know? <laughs> and um, like Kevin, he didn't he didn't even, <laughs> he didn't joke with us at all. He, <laughs> he didn't even, like he cracked maybe three smiles like the Fuck. whole time. And um, yeah. and even when even after the show when we did the taping and he um, and he addressed the crowd he didn't even like crack a joke uh, to the crowd because and he did that on purpose because he didn't want to take any shine away from us right like, he was very like I won't say stoic but he was very direct in his words when he was saying yes I'm here to shine light on these guys blah 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 and like he did that completely monotone because he didn't want to take away the um 
the spotlight. So like I I can appreciate. Yeah, that. that's cool. Because, that's um, a, that's a, that's a yeah. cool. That's a, a professional move. Right. Good exactly. Move. Well, let's no. let's do this. Let me let me promote you again. Uh, again, if you want to check out J R Adams, it is J A Y A R E A D A M S. J R. It's not the letters J and R. It's J R. Like J, right. like J is, but J R. It's a form of B. Yeah, yeah. So it's J R Adams. Like we are, they are. Like we are, they are. You know, uh, and it's the are, same thing are, on Facebook are. and his website and Instagram. It's J R Adams. You cannot miss him. You got to find him. You got to free stock him. Now, right now, he's in New Jersey. So leave him alone. So, <laughs> but when he comes back up to Boston, fuck with him a little bit. Like to follow his Twitter feeds and Instagram. I don't do the Instagram thing. I don't. I don't get it. But that's you know. You know, I'm almost 50, so I don't give a fuck. So that's the way it kind of works in my life. So, I hear that. So here's the thing. couple things. Today is the last day of February, and it is the yeah. last day of Black History Month. And you happen to be a black comedian. And I say black. I don't like African. I just, I never, that never took with me. So if you have a preference, I'll. No, nah, black. You're black. <laughs> I'm black, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a song. I don't, I don't deal with that. It was I don't do with it the remi- uh, African American thing. <laughs> do you, there was a group from like the early '90s called Bobby Jimmy and the Critters. Do you ever remember them? You probably don't. No. They they did a, it's a great. They had a great bunch of songs. They did parody songs, and they did a song about uh, New York versus LA rappers. And he would like make fun of the rappers on each side of the West Coast. Like he goes, he would call them Sleazy E and they would yeah. be like Ice Cube and Ice T. And he would be like, yo, this is Long Island Ice T. You know, he would, it was funny <laughs> as shit. It's just, but anyway, here's what I want to do. And because your name is JR, I thought, and I play game with all my audience. Now, before I tell you about the game, I will tell you this. Now, you're playing against my audience, which are all signed in, and there are a lot of them. And there's only one of you, so that's your disadvantage. But your advantage okay. on this way is you and I are speaking over the phone, so our conversation is virtually instantaneous. But through the magic of the Internet, they are listening on a delay that could be anywhere between four to eight seconds. So you have a okay. s- tactically, you have an advantage. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a game that I wrote especially for you today. It's called The Best JR. He's the star of the picture show, JR. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking dumb as shit. Now, yeah, that's JR. Okay. That's J. That's JR Ewing from the TV show Dallas that was on fucking umpteen years ago. Uh, he was uh, he was Major Nelson. And I've drawn a blank in his name for the moment. But anyway, um, so here I'm going to give you some famous juniors, famous JRs, and. See if you can. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a clue. And like here would be one. If I said pilot error, not shot in Dallas, like another Jr. What? I would say this. This this Jr. had pilot error and wasn't shot in Dallas, like another Jr. Shot in Dallas, like another Jr. Ewing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's not Jr. Ewing. But he wasn't shot in Dallas. This is just the example. So if, if I said pilot error not shot in Dallas like another JR, that would be JF Kennedy Jr. He had a pilot oh, error, okay. oh. and he wasn't okay. shot in Dallas like his father. And I, you know, what's too soon? I'll fucking let it go. Larry Hagman, that's who it was. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so so you're 
JRs, you're doing juniors as well. Yes, I'm doing, yes, juniors. Whoa, this is difficult. Somebody just said it's fucking super easy. It's the, it's just JR. They're juniors. And I had another way to. It took like fucking all afternoon to do this, by the way. So <laughs> encourage me. No, I just I just wanna I just wanna build the parameters. Just wanna, I just wanna figure out what what you're talking about. Just, you know, just wanna you understand know? the rules. I get you. So that was an yeah. here's another example. If I said talk show host and Will Smith's wingman. Oh, DJ DJ Jazzy Jeff. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, Will Smith's wingman. Will Smith's um, wingman. And talk show host Alfonso. Was it Alfonso Rivera? No. Alfonso. Uh, his wingman uh, from Independence Day. He's a junior. Oh, Jeff Jeff Goldblum. No, <laughs> Is that his name. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick. No, he wasn't in Independence Day. Yes, he was. He, I, matter of fact, here's the speech. Don't worry about it, big man. It's he was at Independence Day. He was his wingman. He got you. He got shot down in the first movie. Oh. <laughs> wasn't wasn't it? Um, <laughs> who's the Who's the guy's name? Who's um Who was also in Jurassic Park? Was it? Yeah, that's Jeff Goldblum. That same dude. Yeah, yeah there's uh, Je- Je- uh, Jeff Goldblum was in that movie. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, well, he was. Uh, he was in you a lot what? of movies. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> These are just the examples, by the way. I'm just some trying oh to break God. in. How about if I said this? Iron Man. And that's it? He's okay. a junior. Uh, Iron Man. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Correct. I am Iron Man. See, there you go. <laughs> Iron Man. Just Iron Man. See, that's, right. See, now my audience is jumping in on it. So there you go. So I've actually made it even easier. Because in honor of Black History Month, I'm now going to give you some clues about African-American or black entertainers or uh, celebrities, I should say is a better word, that have junior. They, are, they go by junior. Now, you know, it's like, so it's very easy. So if I said the candy man. Um, the candy man. The candy man. Who, who is the Candyman? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kim Santo oh, got a, I, my online beach. It's Sammy Davis Jr. He's the Candyman. I'm the Candyman. Yes, who can take a sunrise? <laughs> Junior. You, you, you know I'm only thirty-five, right? But oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> then you know something. You're not gonna. You're gonna hate this next one. What if I said, sh- okay, so that's one for the audience. How about if I said, show me the money, ends in a junior? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm not black people. I'm not black people. Who's the motherfucker? You, my motherfucker. Cuba Gooding Jr., you beat everybody. Uh, I got that one. See how easy? Right. How about if I said this? Um, boxer never lost a fight. Uh, a junior. Never lost. Yeah. Aver- he's a- Roy Jones Jr.? No, he, he lost. He did um, lose. Uh, but he, but he's, a, he's, a, he's a black fighter, black boxer, never lost a fight. 
Interesting name, but it ends in junior. Oh, you got nailed. Floyd Way <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Any thoughts on the fight, Floyd? I, I think that they are they are gonna have they are gonna be fighting Deirdre's last fight in the contrast to the later one is gonna be better better than usually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know he was a junior. Yes, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Yes, I was specifically right. doing that. All right, so the audience has two. You have one. How about this one? If I said, I have a dream. Martin Luther King Jr. Correct. I have a dream. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. That's two for you, two of the audience. See how much better it's getting. Now, this one's going to be tough because you said you're, you're in your 30s and you may not get the reference. <laughs> what if I said he is an officer... And a gentleman, and he's fought in Digstown. Uh, he's an officer and a gentleman. With a junior. So probably in reference to that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was in that movie, uh, yes. I don't know. Uh, Bald head. Shaves his head. Oh, um, <laughs> you just lost. <laughs> Lackey said, what is it? Lewis Gossett Jr. Now, why would a slick yeah, little hustler like you want to sign up for this kind of abuse anyway? <laughs> Lewis Gossett Jr. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah, I, I know the name. Not the mother. <laughs> I'd right. like to do something in the 2000s. Oh, you know something? I'm, I'm going to take a break, and i got to take my, my pills. What, what day is it? It's the W day? Okay. I'm going to take my pills. Now, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tabulate the scores. And when we come back, uh, we're going to ask JR about his first time, his best time, and his worst time on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. And we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scully. And still, still on the phone line, J.R. Adams. And again, free stalk him on Twitter and Facebook. He's at J.R. Adams, J-A-Y-A-R-E-A-D-A-M-S. And he's back on Twitter, Facebook, website, Instagram. That's And he's, you gotta, and you got to come back. you got to come in because he's down in Jersey. He's going to come back because he's doing a show at the Attleboro Community Theater this weekend. Uh, it's called American Strippers. It's about... The goddess, the god and goddesses come down to America, to Texas, and have a bachelorette party, which sounds really fucking cool. I wish I could see it. I, you, you should tape it. Somebody should tape it and then sell <laughs> But you can't do that with plays, which sucks. You're not, well, you're not supposed to, they say, but I do anyway. Yeah. So, so I tabulated all the scores, yeah. <laughs> and you, you, did, you did pretty good. So here's what we're going to. I'm going to give you some encouragement. I'm going to first encouragement. 
see Junior. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. That's right. You're a badass mother that don't take no crap from nobody. But unfortunately, you did not win. You actually lost. <laughs> Wrong, sir. Wrong. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Yes, but you you were very close. Isn't that from... Uh... Wasn't that from, like, the Willy Wonka? Right, which the Candyman was featured in that fucking movie. Uh, uh, you, you don't remember it. <laughs> she fucking... <laughs> now, look, know I, know, I know you're in Jersey and you're going around. You're going to visit her friends, and I won't keep you too long. So here's what I'll do. Before I let you go, uh, please, if you would, tell me and my lovely listeners about your first time, your best time, and your worst times on stage. All right, so my, my first time on stage... Um, it was a, it was an open mic, obviously, and um, I went there because I found it online, and it turned out to be a uh, a music a music open mic, oh. and um, I walked in there and I said, hey, um, I see there's all musicians around. Can I do comedy? They say, well, we don't usually do comedy, but since you drove all the way over here, fine. So I'm <laughs> I'm sitting in the back getting all. Um, liquored up because I, <laughs> I i couldn't i just couldn't deal with it and um i went on stage after somebody this 12 year old girl sang beautifully on her guitar <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I go on stage <laughs> and start just oh, spewing this nonsense drunken nonsense oh, just uh, on stage <laughs> and it was um and then after that, they told me where the comedy open mic was, and I never went back to that one. <laughs> Look, uh, we don't we don't do comedy here, but uh, we yeah. know a place you can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, that's how that's how it went. Um, and good surprisingly, that wasn't even my worst time. <laughs> uh, and then, well, first the your best, best time, first your best, yes. I, it was um, a few years after that. I um, I was in um, I was in a contest at Foxwoods. Um, it was when comics was at Foxwoods. Yes. And I was in their little their summer contest, and um, they they allowed us to go in the green room so we could come out on stage through the curtain. So as soon as they called my name. It was my first time on Fox. It was I bust through the curtain and I grabbed the mic and I told my first joke and I saw a girl spit out her drink from my first joke. I'm like, that was the best. Ah. I don't remember the joke. I don't remember right now. But like, she she ended up spitting her drink out. So that was that that's was fantastic. Cool. And then uh, after that, I got like one of the best uh, compliments from a fellow comedian. He says um, he says simply. I hate going after you. Ah, brilliant. Well, so that's like, the yes, job. That's yes. the job. Fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> um, and now my worst time. And now the worst time, which <laughs> yeah. we all love. So, yeah, it was actually recent. <laughs> so it, was, uh, <laughs> it was after, it was recently after um, the Kevin Hart um, show. Oh, um, no. It was actually in the exact, in the exact same room. Actually, oh, no. um, I went back there. The dude booked me. He said, "Hey, uh, I want you to come back and do a set." I had somebody cancel last minute. I said, "Yeah, I can do it," but I was just there like a month ago. He said, "Yeah, don't worry about it. It was, you know, it was be a different crowd. You know, they still love you, blah blah blah." So I come back, 
And in my head, I said, you know what? I'm just going to give them some new stuff, uh, some no. different things. I don't want to do the same stuff. Oh. <laughs> and I go there, and I'm like three minutes in, and it's completely silent. Oh. Silent. And I I, uh, I brought my saxophone. So I'm like, you know, let me, like, play my sa- I have a joke with my saxophone. Let me play it. And I said, hey. I brought my saxophone. You guys don't. You guys want to hear? It? And collectively, they're like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I say, "Y'all motherfuckers, man!" I say, "You know what? I'm gonna play it anyway." So I grabbed my saxophone and I started playing no, it. No, played it fucking they anyway. Were, they, yeah, they were this close. Like my fingers are really close by close together. They were like, they were this close to uh, like booing me off stage. <laughs> so I like, I put the saxophone down. I said, y'all can't appreciate nothing. And I just got off the stage. <laughs> and I, I literally, I was supposed to do like 15 to 20. I did about seven and a half. Took two shots and then oh. went home. So not to, not to, I mean, I'm just thinking of this now, but of course, were you chased off the stage? <laughs> no, I was, no, I wasn't chased off, no. but I I got the hand. You got the hand. <laughs> I got the hand. Did they chase you around the, like the Benny Hill show, which is probably another reference <laughs> you don't get? No, no, I don't know what that means. Oh my God! You know something? <laughs> Fuck this! <laughs> Fuck this! But I'll tell you, great stories. I hope you uh, I hope you enjoy your uh, your trip in. Uh, <laughs> in new jersey and uh i i know that you're gonna have a great time coming back but jr thanks so much for being part of the show man it was just a lot all of right, fucking thank last, you i man. appreciate it all thank right you, man. and uh take care and uh have a good run break a leg when you come back man thank you all right thanks jr adams everybody so funny oh my god so fucking funny get <laughs> he didn't get the betty hill run. that's insane that's just that's just fucking wow but oh my god funny funny fucking kid that was that was a fun game <laughs> so guys and again free stock him go to uh, go to his website twitter facebook instagram j r adams j a y a r e a d a m s and it's j r like we are they are it's j r so it's not the letters j r so don't get confused with that um, and again, <clears throat> his show is going to be in Attleboro Community Theater this weekend. American Strippers. Check for it on Facebook and through the Attleboro Community Theater website. So let me tell you where I'm going to be this weekend, guys. Uh, so much fun on the show, by the way. Tomorrow night, I'll be doing a taping on uh, Bill Campbell's Cable Show in Chelmsford. I think it'll be my second or third time there. I make a run every three or four years, and uh, he's got a great studio audience. He's got like 25, 30 people, and he puts together a really good show, and he does an opening monologue, and then you go up and do stand-up, and then you stand on the, you know, you sit on the chairs, and you, you have a little chat session. It's, a, it's really fun, and Bill Campbell is a great guy. Uh, Friday night, I'll be doing a fundraiser at the Elks Lodge for the Lions. <laughs> There's a fucking... Well, Elks for the Lions on the Woburn. In Woburn, Mass, which is where I'll be doing that. And then Saturday night, I will be at the... where the, Oh, I fucking moved it. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm glad I didn't start the intro music. Son of a bitch. Where am I going to be? Uh, Saturday night. Fundraiser. Oh, Saturday night, I'll be doing a fundraiser. For the Oak at the Oak Ridge Golf Club at 
Agawam Mass, technically known as Feeding Hills, but it's an Agawam Mass, and I'll be doing that this Saturday night. So that's where I'm going to be. So if you get a chance, come see me, because I would like that. That would be good. And then we all have friendship together, and I would do that. So, hey, guys, as always, if you want to be a guest, a sponsor, be part of the show, question or comments, you can email the show at radioirregardless at gmail.com. You can always call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Next week, I think I'm working, but I'll work it out. Let's see. Let me quick. Am I going to be here? Oh, you know, I'll, I'll be here. I'll see you March 7th. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. First I want to pray.